with this! Get away from her, you slimy water rat! Why don't you go soak your ugly head? I stand for love, truth, and justice, too! I'm Sailor Moon! And in the name of the moon, I shall punish you! Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week to watch an episode of the classic 1992 anime Sailor Moon and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And we have a fun one today. We are going to be watching <laughs> Sailor Moon S episode 97, The Labyrinth of Water, Ami Targeted. That's right. It's an Ami Spotlight episode, which means nothing makes sense for the next half hour. It's going to be... A lot of fun. And to help us talk about that, we have a very special guest. We have someone, I don't want to, I don't want to put you on the spot, but we have someone who sent the most polite and respectful email asking to be a guest on this show that literally included the <laughs> phrase, thank you for your consideration, which I thought was absolutely charming. <laughs> Tony Intelisano is here. Tony, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey there. I'm good. How are you? I'm sorry. I really should have, I really should not have uh, blown up your email spot. Uh, right here at the top of the show when I was introducing no, you, but fine. no, it really it was nice. I try to be polite. It's very appropriate for an Amy episode. <laughs> yes, very. So, Tony, tell us uh, when you, when you emailed, you mentioned that you had been a fan of the show for for twenty years, mm -hmm. as as most of us have, who are feeling the icy grip of death around our necks <laughs> because we have liked Sailor Moon for two full decades. It's uh -huh. very upsetting. But please tell us a little bit about you and your history with uh, with Sailor Moon. Well, I got to say, this is an, a very appropriate episode for how I found Sailor Moon. I found Sailor Moon through my best friend, Amy. Oh, we were in middle school together. And Was her name Amy Anderson? It, her name? No, not Anderson. OK, but I remember she was like, I found this new show. It's called Sailor Moon. I was like, okay. I went home and watched it because it was on TV after I got home from school. And immediately I was like, yes, I am Sailor Moon. She is me. <laughs> so so is Usagi your your favorite scout? Like, is, is she the one you really identified with from the start? Most definitely. Yeah. She's a big doofball, lazy, loves to eat, all about naps with cats and that's what i was in middle school and still am today everything that is usagi is me except for the you know sailor moon i mean like if you were watching sailor moon in middle school then if everything that usagi is is you then you would be the reigning eternal queen of the universe by now <laughs> but i guess that's probably coming next year right that's probably a 2017 thing yes I th guess. that's 2017 yep were you were you dating a, a much older gentleman at the time? Yes, yes. I had a thirty five year old boyfriend when oh, I was goodness. fourteen. Okay. <laughs> no, oh no. Oh, it's no. fine, it's fine. Don't worry no, about it. I don't it. like where this is going. <laughs> so 
you and your friend, like, did you, did you and your friend Amy, like, did she identify with Sailor Mercury because of the name, or or was there a was there a squabble over who got to to identify the most with Sailor Moon? No, no, not at all. She's very Mercury and very Amy. Oh, good. She's a big old nerd, super studious, always did well. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit quiet, but super friendly. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's a weird thing I just realized. I think Ami or or Amy is the only scout on the show that we have had a guest uh, who has the same name as a Sailor Scout. Like, because we've never we've certainly never had any uh, Makotos <laughs> or Litas. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had any Minas. I don't think we've had. We, we've got an email from a Serena, but uh, right. but no, no guests. We have had uh, Amy Reader on the show, though. Mm-hmm. But you have had 37 Usagis, so. <laughs> Oddly, no, Look, no Darians. No, and there will never be a Darian on the show. <laughs> that is the rule, Jordan. Like, especially no Darians. <laughs> Wait, we, did we, well, I guess we've never had a Michelle. Michelle is like a, a normal name. Yeah, that's common. Yeah, uh, look. If if you're out there, if if you're if look if you're an Usagi and you're out there, absolutely get in touch. Uh, but if you're like if you're a, a Serena, like we've we've heard from one, we want to hear from more. If, you, if there's any Serenas out there, uh, or if you are if you are uh, WWE Hall of Famer Lita, please get in touch because we would love to have you on the show. Uh, anyway, <laughs> getting back to you, uh, Tony. Did you, like, has it been, like, a constant thing in your life of, of being into Sailor Moon? Did you kind of fade out? Because it did sort of go away after that initial rush of popularity. Yeah, I know. Um, It's always been, like, my thing. Like, whenever people have asked, like, hobbies and interests, I'm always like, Sailor Moon. I love Sailor Moon. I have everything Sailor Moon. <laughs> but, yeah, I gotta say, it did dip a little bit when there was, like, absolutely nothing sailor moon going on there was a while there yeah. like there was just like a cold spot for a while and then crystal happened and everything freaking exploded but i don't know even through that i was still all about the sailor moon and college had my wall scrolls up and sailor moon stickers everywhere and my pen and my sailor moon backpack because i'm an adult <laughs> <laughs> okay so now i really want to know like you you have a large collection of Sailor Moon items. Is that is that right? Oh yeah, totally. Uh, okay, give give me like a of um, old stuff and new stuff. <laughs> give me like a top three, like best or your favorite or most interesting Sailor Moon items in your collection. Ooh. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta say one of them is from the original '90s toys. I got her last wand, the Eternal one that one was like a real big get because even back then on ebay those were not cheap right i just i just googled the, the wand it looks pretty cool that's like definitely the biggest one and i still need to get the other two pieces that go with it like there's like the big long extender and like when it's all put together it's like three feet long and ridiculous but those are like also ridiculous in price <laughs> okay that's, that's one do you have do you have two more i mean you mentioned that backpack and i really want to hear more about that backpack oh and i've got a few different backpacks <laughs> got one with sailor moon and luna on it i've got one with all the scouts which is like a little tiny one and i don't know i've got 
I've got too much. I pray our apartment never burns down just for my Sailor Moon collection. Yeah. I, I mean, look, there's a lot of good reasons to not want your home to burn down. <laughs> but I guess... I guess you would maybe prefer that it would be encased in ice for a thousand years and then thawed out. Do, do you... Uh, do, now, were you a member of the... Uh, of the 90s fan club, the, the, the North American fan club? No, no. Actually, just now is the first time I've joined the fan club. I'm waiting on my little card and lip gloss because I joined the 2017 season of the fan club. Wait, is there a fan club like right now? They, they send you lip gloss? Yeah, totally. Apparently. They just started it last year. I'm looking it up. And yeah, you, you get like exclusive stuff uh well jordan well i think we know where our first uh round of patreon money is going and what a masterful segue that was into talking about some sailor business business oh jordan uh as you know as as tony knows as many of our listeners already know this show is uh listener supported on patreon.com slash sailor business along with our sister podcast xena warrior business We'll give people a little more information about that at the end of the show. But uh, we like to thank the people who have chipped in as little as a dollar every month to help us keep going and uh, and do some cool stuff like apparently joining the Sailor Moon fan club <laughs> as soon as we uh, we get that check in January. Uh, wow. Very Chris, excited. Chris, 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 Chris. Yes. I'm looking at the Sailor Moon fan club. Uh-huh. For $85, I'm sorry, $85.99, probably plus shipping and handling. Okay. You can get a Moon Princess, like, like a, it looks like a nightshirt in the style of the Moon Princess dress, you know? It's super cute. Here, I'll send you the link. Okay. I mean, I do have this list of patrons to thank. I know, and we're going to thank them, but I think that we need to buy these nightshirts and wear them. <laughs> Okay, let me let me see this. Here, here's the problem, Jordan. You you and I are both gentlemen of carriage, as they say. I know, I know. I am I really yeah. doubting that this uh, this nightshirt for teens is going to fit us. That said, it is pretty amazing. <laughs> it is Sailor Moon's uh, Princess Serenity dress as a nightshirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With with a hairband. Yep, a hairband. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think we're going to be able to... You're probably right. Oh, there's a size chart. Yeah, it has a 15.4-inch width. I don't think that's going to be my width. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think that either. Okay, back to our patrons. <laughs> yes, yes uh, sorry We actually had, that. like... Uh, this is the, the first time we've recorded since uh, we first announced it on the show. And I got to say, like, uh, thank you to everybody. We, I, I think, almost doubled... Uh, what we've gotten so far. So we have a bunch of patrons to thank. Jordan, are you ready to thank our patrons? I am. All right, we got a, we got a lot of trash piles. We got a lot of Spectre Sisters. We got a lot of oh. late, we got a, a, one or two Sailor Scouts in the mix too. Oh. Uh, and we're starting here with Robert Poteet. Thank you, Robert. That's so nice of you. Johan Forzenberg. Welcome, Johan. Thanks. Uh, hey Tosa. Thank you, Hey Tosa. This one's not who you're gonna think it is, but uh, we did uh -oh. get a pledge from Saturn. Okay, wait. Mm. It's not Sailor Saturn? I beg to it's differ. Not, as far as I can tell, it's not Sailor Saturn. So it's the it's the corporation Saturn who makes cars? Uh, no, Saturn is unfortunately defunct. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. Okay. Well then, thank you, Saturn. Whoever you might be. Well, then it's the planet, right? 
It's the actual planet Saturn? It might, okay. ju it might just be the planet. Yeah. By process of illumination, obviously. <laughs> or the god, I mean. It, it could also be the titan of Greek myth. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Listen, hey, hey, Saturn, you're getting a lot for your money on this planet. This, this <laughs> thanks has gone on quite a bit of time. James Griffin. Thank you, James. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> uh, Angelo Zanola. Angelo, we appreciate this. Wednesday, Sophia. Thank you, Wednesday. Michael Ellison. Thanks, Michael. Andy Smith. Andy, that is awesome that you did that. Good dude, James McGee is on here. Hey, James McGee. Thank you so much. Paul Siebert. Thank you, Paul. Peter Stickety. Hey, Peter, I know that guy. Thank you. Did I get the name right? You know that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, Dorothy Banks. Thank you, Dorothy. Now, this one was another, uh, another uh, unusual one. It just says worlds. Well, I, I mean, I feel like saying thank you, worlds, is sort of unfair, because now I'm thanking basically everyone ever. But all right, thank you, worlds. Jack E. Thank you, Jack E. David. David. Thank you. Uh, Laura Forbes. Laura, we appreciate your help. Uh, I want to give an extra special shout out to Laura. Uh, Laura Forbes chipped in at the $20 level, which does not exist. <laughs> wow. There is no, like, that's, that was going to be the Warrior Princess level, uh, <laughs> so I hope that we can figure out something to do for that, because that's, uh, that's above and beyond. Thank you so much, Laura. Uh, yeah, Laura, you tell us what you want. We'll, we'll consider it. <laughs> uh, I believe former guest on the show, uh, Siobhan H., has, uh, has Thank pledged. Thank you, Siobhan. Well, uh, come back sometime. And a future guest on the show, a uh, good friend of mine and a fantastic comics artist, Kel McDonald, is, uh, has you. pledged. Thank you, Kel. We appreciate it. And our final uh, pledger this week is Portia Reynolds. Portia, thank you so much. And thank you again, every single Patreon donor. That's right. We are up to 53 patrons, and we especially are Saturn. over halfway. Yeah, especially Saturn. <laughs> We're up to 53 patrons, and we are over halfway to uh, our first goal, which is going to be mini episodes of Sailor Business. We get there at $500 a month. So if you'd like to hear uh, an additional, at least once monthly, at least 15 minute uh, bonus episode where we do stuff like going through the manga, where we talk about Sailor Moon side projects, uh, probably involving me, Jordan, and Allison Stock, uh, then please uh, head over to patreon.com slash Sailor Business and chip in. But that is all the Sailor Business that I have Today, Jordan, the sailor business business. I still have roughly uh, 80 minutes more of sailor business to get through. Let's do it. Oh. As I said earlier, uh, we are going to be watching Sailor Moon S episode 97, The Labyrinth of Water, Ami Targeted. A, an Ami Spotlight episode that is refreshingly free of any pretense of heterosexuality. Well, yeah, you're right. Just imagine she's thinking about Greg. She misses him. That's why she's really sad. Uh, no. I'm not going to do that. No one should do that. That's ridiculous. Oh, poor Greg. Jordan, there's something that we do at this point in the show. Oh, what's that? We, we talked about the episode title. See? See? Does it feel good? Does it feel good to be dragged? For not getting something right uh, on the mark? Yeah, uh, listen, it doesn't bother me none. I, I, I'll just say, hey, Chris, I didn't uh, look it up yet. Let me look it up. 
See, what, what we do, uh, the, the title I have given is the Japanese title. If you're a new listener, uh, and you don't, and you, if you're a new listener, and you don't know why the two hosts of this show seem to hate each other. <laughs> that is false. No, we're, we're good friends. You, you know, Tony, you know it's all in fun, right? Frenemies. Yeah, we got someone <laughs> tweeting at us saying that they thought the dynamic of the show was I was Yusagi and you were Ray. Oh, I absolutely believe that. <laughs> Okay, all, all right. right. So, I just found out uh, for the first time in my life you're what not the name a, of this episode in, in, in English dub is, and you're not I'm a excited. meatball head, though. What what are you? You're, we've talked about this before because you have that. You, your distinguishing feature is that mustache. Sure. So what would I like? Like curly fry face? What is <laughs> I, unnecessary? I love mean, that name. Uh, that's hilarious. But that being said, that's Memoru who calls her that. Ray doesn't really call her meatball head. Ray calls her meatball head sometimes. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. In the, in the I feel dub, like she just certainly. calls her an idiot. <laughs> like, well, that too. What do, you, what do you think, Tony? What should I what should I call Jordan? I like curly fry face. I think it's it's endearing. <laughs> the king of podcasts. All right, all right, Thank all right. You. Curly fry face. Uh, what is the what? Do you have the title? The Cloverway title? Wait, did you I not do. watch the dub of this episode? If this is the first time you've seen it? No, no, I do, I do, I do, uh, I did. It's complicated. The versions that I see don't have the title on them. Okay, interesting, interesting. All right, so you have the title, and now it's, I have to guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's see. The real one is The Labyrinth of Water, Amy Targeted. Hmm. Uh, yeah, this is, there's, it, has, it has zero words in common. I'll give you that hint. Okay, okay. but is it, about, is it related to like water or swimming or anything like that? Sure. Okay. Is it okay? <laughs> is it more related to like Ami being kind of disillusioned about her future? Because that's what's going to yes. happen in this episode. Yes. Yes, it is more okay. related to that. Is it like? Is it about like if she's like feeling down? Is it like? Is it like dampened spirits? Oh my god! Yes, ah! it's damp spirits. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up last night. You fucking oh. piece of shit. I can't believe she went for the first time ever. I believed you. I thought you were that good. Why would you do that? I actually, uh, I went to go see who the director was uh, of this episode. That's that's what happened. Uh, I went to go see who the director was because we have some very clear cost-cutting measures in, in the two episodes that we're going to be discussing this week and next week. And when I was the only way I could find the director of this specific episode was to go to the Wikipedia list, and it had the title. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I got him. I got him. I'm going to pull this, this miracle out of the hat. <sighs> the worst. <laughs> I didn't know it would make you so mad. I, well, because I believed you. I'm very credulous <laughs> yeah. about that sort of thing. Yeah, you're. you're yes, you're, you're look, very believable. You're the dog in this relationship, my dude. <laughs> what? Yeah, you're the dog. I'm the cat. That's preposterous. Why is that preposterous? Because we're not in that kind of relationship. Yeah, but we're like we look. <laughs> we're in a relationship. It is a business partnership that has been going for two years. God. All right. I don't approve. You've let us all down. I don't. I don't know why you are rejecting <laughs> me outright like this. It's that is a uh, very upsetting. Okay, because you so, just you just lied to my face. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, we are opening at Juban Middle School, aka Crossroads Junior High. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to the dub uh, in the Jivan district of Tokyo. And uh, Ami is uh, is kind of getting like like chewed out by a, a teacher. No. Oh, I mean, a little bit. Like she she forgot one of her books, which is nothing like her. Yes. And the teacher who is this, he's a very weird character model. We can agree on that, right? Because he's like, he's mm-hmm. like John Goodman in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Except you never see his face. He's a big fat vice principal is what he is. Yeah. Yeah. With his tie is too short. He's like hitching up his pants while he talks to Ami. It's he looks like, like he's like pretending to be fat. <laughs> That's a very good way to put it. Like he's got like a pillow stuffed in his suit. So he has like a big pregnant fat belly. <laughs> uh, and, and again, he's cropped in this weird way where you never see his eyes. You only see like his his nose and his mouth, and then you see him from behind. And he's like, he's got that real John Goodman, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou style. To and him. for some reason, when he talks, they just go wah 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 wah. <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking of peanuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of a completely different thing. Uh, and he and he goes, look, you left your book behind. You've been a little scatterbrained lately. And Ami should be like. Yeah, I think I'm okay. I am the number one ranked <laughs> test taker in the nation, you asshole. It's like it took a kid with psychic powers to beat me. Well, they don't know that. <laughs> yeah, well, she should tell them that. Like, that's, <laughs> if, if Ami was not so meek. Yeah, she doesn't want to blow up Greg's spot. Yeah, why? Who cares? Because <laughs> she's got a crush on him. No. False. Rejected. <laughs> denied. And he and the this uh, teacher guy says, hey, I know you've been hanging out with uh, our less accomplished students, is how he puts it. And it's worth <laughs> noting, Usagi's listening into this conversation from around a corner. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And she does not take this well. Creeping and peeping. Let this be the lesson <laughs> to everyone. Yes. What's the lesson? Don't go creeping. <laughs> don't, go, don't go peeping around corners. Because you might find out the truth. Because, well... It's not the truth, though, because what happens is teacher says, Ami, we know you've been hanging out with Usagi, who's an idiot, and that is dragging you down, (laughs) which is not at all true. Like, Ami has not, Ami has not, like, suffered a lack of grades over the course of this show. Well, you know how, you know how it is where they have, you're at a school and they have students who are less smart and students who are smart, and they were like... Don't talk to the less start smart students. You'll get dumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, don't don't tutor other students. <laughs> don't like help each other out because that will make you dumb. Leave those big old dumbos alone. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> like what is what is going on at Juban? Like, here's the, here's the weird thing about this episode. This dude isn't a monster. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Uh, listen, this guy is wrong and terrible. In his slight defense, just the tiniest bit, like you said, she's number one in the nation. He's got stars in his eyes, by which I mean he's going, while you're number one in the nation, it makes us look good. So don't fuck that up. Yeah, but Ami, like Ami calls him out on it. She says, yeah, that's not that's not a cool thing to say. My yeah. man, like, don't don't say that. And he goes, no, 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 no. It was just a figure of speech, which is not true. Well, no, I mean, technically, it is a figure of speech because Yusagi is not physically <laughs> holding her body to the ground. She's not dragging her down physically. So it's just a figure of speech. But it's the figure of speech that Ami objected to. Naru shows up, grabs uh, Usagi, and makes uh, Usagi go buy her pizza for, for letting her copy her homework. She's a cheater. 
She's a cheating <laughs> cheater. Yeah, she's like you. <laughs> You're right. I wouldn't I wouldn't copy the answer down. You owe me a pizza. That's literally what I wrote in my notes. Jordan will be so impressed. <laughs> well, yeah, until I found out you were a goddamn liar. I, look, I also saw the next episode, but I literally don't remember what it was. So well, that's good. If I get if I get next week's, then that's all on me. Sure. <laughs> Tainted forever. This whole situation is going to stick in Usagi's head for the whole episode because she's going to worry that she is uh, bringing uh, Ami down, that she's preventing her from following her dreams. Uh, like th- she's like eventually gonna like stand up and be like, no, 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 we need to study ourselves. Like Ami, like Ami can't be taking the time to to teach us this stuff, which under no circumstances would reinforce the knowledge. Like explaining it to someone else that doesn't. Right. That doesn't help you study at all. And that's the first bullshit in this episode, but we'll get to the second in a minute. There's a lot of it. So Ami is really down about this. This really got to her. Um, Thankfully, fortunately for her sake, there's this dude who just walks around near the school looking for young girls who spots her. (laughs) I'm glad you said it. Because who is this? Who is this gentleman just creeping around the middle school? Talking to whoever comes out. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's pretty funny. He's got uh, his khakis on. He's got a salmon shirt. Is that salmon or orange? It's sort of hard to tell. It's like it's memory, by the way. In case you no, didn't oh. make that clear, it's it's, yeah, it's like creamsicle. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a creamsicle shirt. Yes, it's mad gross. Uh, but since we're talking about memory's outfit, I did want to do a little fashion corner for Ami because sure. Ami's wearing. The most bonkers, like, array of clothing. It's like she fell into a closet. <laughs> She's wearing, like, blue... Is it, is it like a miniskirt or is it, like, hot pants? I think it's a miniskirt, but we, we'll, we'll, we can confirm later in the episode. Hey, I think it's a miniskirt. Okay, so she's wearing, like, a blue miniskirt. She's wearing a pastel pink long-sleeved, poofy-sleeved blouse buttoned uh, all the way up with a giant blue cameo at the at the collar, like, right at her throat. Isn't it light blue? I, I think it's... I thought it was white. Wow, I, this is like that dress all over again. Um, it's very... Uh-oh. It's very light. It's, it's either... It's, it's a very, very light pastel. It might... Like, it changes depending on what the lighting is in the scene, I think. But we can we can say it's white. Sure, it's white. <laughs> okay. The important thing is that she has this giant blue thing, yeah. this blue and gold thing at her throat where the top button is. And then she's wearing Timberlands. Oh, don't forget, I think she has a belt around the shirt, right? It's like she, she's the she shirt's hanging loose with mm-hmm. a belt. And then she's wearing she's wearing Tim's. She's wearing hiking boots. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Tony, do you have any thoughts about this uh this outfit? This 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 collection of clothes she's wearing um well i went to school for fashion design so i have a very no. good eye and i kind of i like this outfit a lot when i saw her sitting there on the steps wow. i was like that's kind of freaking cute and fun <laughs> i will i will stand aside to your expertise I don't know, she's mixing and matching and having a fun time but i mean it is a little bit more it's a little bit more eclectic than her usual outfits maybe she's just so distracted she's grabbing whatever's in her closet and just like putting it on it's a lot more chill than her normal outfits too because her normal outfits are really stuffy i mean again she she makes sure to button up that top button and put on that you know that that, uh 
cameo, like like Chris said. But other than that, it's like, oh, this is like her relaxed look. <laughs> well, she like she's like you see her sitting next to Memru, and like from the waist up, she looks like she's going to church, and then from the waist down, she looks like she's going to the club. Well, it's at least from the waist to the ankle. Well, and then from the ankle down, she looks like she's going hiking, I guess. (laughs) It is eclectic, I will say that. Or going to work on the construction site. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Speaking of outfits, she's sitting next to a really ugly statue. (laughs) Like, I don't know what is up with this statue. Yeah, it's it's real. Like, you're talking about the statue of, like, the bell-shaped girl. I know about the statue. You know about it? Oh, tell us. I did because we were my husband and I were watching these last night and he was like look at that weird statue so after I looked it up it's like Kimi-chan and it was about it was kind of a messed up story a couple of parents had a kid and they wanted to send her away for like a better life and education so they sent her to America but in the real story, they were going to do that and, like, sent her away. But she got sick and died before she could go. The end. Uh, okay. Well, it, I, I guess that's there to reinforce that Ami wants to be a doctor so that she can stop children from dying before they can become doctors. <laughs> yeah, b- based on uh, you, your information... Kimi-chan statue. I just found a picture of it, and yeah, there's a real statue that looks like that. That's weird as hell. Now, is it is it in Tokyo? Um, I just sent you the a link to it. Is, um, is this like a real life location that you can? Because you know the, the Hikawa Shrine is real, so you could add right. this uh, statue to your uh, to your Sailor Moon sites tour. I don't. It doesn't look like it's on a staircase like this one is. So the one that I'm looking at doesn't appear to be. The same one, if if it mm. is, I, I put the link in the in the description or in the in the in the chat. Interesting, very interesting. We learned we learned something today, which is nice. Yeah, that's crazy. Memoru and Ami have a conversation, and I have summarized this conversation because this conversation goes on for quite a while in this episode. And so here's what I wrote down in my notes. I'm starting to think I don't have a life's dream, says destined immortal guardian of Crystal Tokyo. Yeah, this is a really weird conversation because basically she goes, she literally says, my my mother's a doctor. So I just said, okay, I want to be a doctor. And I said that that was my dream, but I don't think it's true. Yeah, if only, if only she had options. If only she had career options. <laughs> so that's what she says. And then here's what Memory says in response. That's okay. You're pretty, says 42-year-old okay. creep. That's not how he says it. That's exactly what he says, Jordan. <laughs> no, that's not exactly what he says. Exactly what, what he exactly says what is, he says. if I had a doctor as cute as you, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as afraid of getting shots because I'm afraid hey, of shots. I'm like really worried about my future. And I don't know if like this dream that I have to, is like really going to be worth it. Like I don't like I've been working towards it and now I'm worrying that all that that work that I've put into it is just pointless. Like, what if this is a thing that I don't actually want to do? Like, what if this is like just me, like, ter- you know, kind of feeling locked into something? Yeah. But if I had a doctor as cute as you, I get my injections. That's the scene. Okay. That's the that scene. is not how he said it. <laughs> That's how he said it. That is not how he said it. And then again, <laughs> in the dub, he does still say, I think, I don't know if he says cute. But he definitely, he, if he does say cute, he also adds, like, smart. Like, he says, like, 
if I had a doctor as as smart and cute as you, I, I'd be much happier about getting injections that scare me or something like that. The point of the scene is not, you're right, you're right. It is ridiculous that the thing that makes her feel better is, well, I guess I am kind of cute. Yeah, it's, no, it's fucked up, dude. <laughs> what, what, I think you're, what I think it's supposed to be more is he's embarrassing himself to be like, like, I know I seem cool, but you know what? I'm a wuss when it comes to shots. And she's like, what? You're afraid of shots? And he's like, yeah, even cool guys like me are afraid of things sometimes. <laughs> I think what he's saying is, no, you are pretty and therefore you still have value. Good, good thing you're not an uggo, Mizuno. <laughs> Who's right, Tony? Who's right? I don't know. I think he's like, because like, I don't, he did half the thing. You're the judge. If I had a friend who was feeling like this and saying these things, my first comment would be something funny and nice to try to cheer them up. And then I would follow it up with the serious, heartfelt, trying to be helpful stuff. And he didn't really stick the landing with the second thing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, he did not. No, he absolutely did not. Oh. Well, he's trying. So, Ami... She also says that this weird thing, which is like... Because she, she does say, like, I don't think that's my dream anymore. But then she's like... She also says, like, and, like, you have to dream to be successful. And I was sitting there going, I, I don't know what she's talking about now. Because I don't think, like, the defining characteristics of doctors is their ability to dream. Like, you're not like, I found the best doctor. His dreams are so big. Like, he's the dreamingest doctor around. Do, well, does uh, does Devin have big dreams, Jordan? She dreamed of being a doctor. Although, again, is that even true? She, she, she didn't, again, she didn't decide to become a doctor until much later in her life. So, I, I don't know. I don't think that's her defining characteristic, no. Uh, wow, okay. Wow. Her defining characteristic is not dreaming. That's not that's not an insult. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, mm-hmm. Not an insult. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is, is she home right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> so uh Ami is going to go uh deci- decides that she's gonna go for a swim to clear her head. She's gonna go run to the pool. Before she goes back to studying, she's just gonna go do her favorite activity, which which we all know is her, is the thing she likes to do, right? Because we've seen her do it so many times before. Yeah. Uh, by the yeah, the thing that we didn't mention her doing in the Olympics uh, last episode uh, and should we, have. We apparently. did actually. Uh, uh, oh. Christy mentioned it. Oh, Christy well, mentioned then Christy it. Yeah. is a genius, and uh, we forgot it. So yeah, am I wrong? Is this the first time Ami's ever been like, yeah, I like swimming. Like, yeah, I like <laughs> I like swimming I so don't... much that I can like win a race. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember seeing her swimming before yeah. this, but... As far as we have seen, Ami likes math, studying, Makoto, and chess. I don't I even know if all of those are confirmed, but... I have confirmed them, Jordan. Oh. Independent study has confirmed those. So, uh, Ami hops in the pool, uh, and she does a little swimming, and uh, then... Oh, she thinks she's alone, but she is not alone. No? Okay, can I can I confess a weird thing about this? Yes. I totally did not recognize this person. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I understand cuz I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> so T- Tony, did you have any trouble recognizing this other swimmer? 
Not at all. I thought it was super obvious. No? Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I, we couldn't, I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, her hair is different. I mean, we should say who it is. No, we'll, we'll, I'll say it is in a minute. Her hair is different. She's got her hair up. She's wearing the most ridiculous swimsuit. Like, we've oh, seen yeah. this character yes. in a swimsuit yeah. before that was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. streamlined and white. Like, again, Tony, you're you're a fashion design scholar. Like, uh, th- thoughts on this nightmare? Yeah, I even wrote in my notes, Michiru, ugly bathing suit. It's <laughs> flipping terrible. It's just all bad. <laughs> it's also, it's also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a, sh- it's a show suit. Like, that's not a suit you wear to, I don't know, for example, race someone. Like, it's all frilly mm-hmm. and would be tons of drag. Yeah. Not to yeah. mention, who wears a giant hair bow in the water? I thought the same exact thing. I was like, that is the least practical thing to keep your hair up in the water. And the bow would not stay like that. The bow's all perky and happy. Right. Yeah, it's not great. So, yeah, as she said, it's it's Mishiru. It's Michelle. It's Sailor Neptune. I did not recognize her until we saw Sailor Uranus, like, five minutes later, was also there. I was like, oh, that's her? <laughs> Like the whole the whole swim race, all of that. I was like, this is just some sinister woman who is racing Amy. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 Michiro. And uh she's her outfit is ridiculous. The only indication that it is uh Michiru is that when we first see her, she does get that like shift into watercolors introductory <laughs> shot that we've we've seen Haruka and Michiru get every time they show up as as the beautiful and terrible people that they are. So she shows up, she goes, Hey, you must uh you must be from reincarnated from a water planet. Yeah, which is a cool way to start a conversation. <laughs> I mean, she's right. She's not right. Mercury Mercury is not a a water planet. Oh, but she then why is she like a scout with water powers? Well, I mean, I mean, look, I'm talking about scientific Mercury, not uh, spiritual Mercury. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So um, so she goes, uh, you're pretty good at swimming. Uh, What if we raced? Go. And then they race and they tie. Uh, they get there at the exact same time, and Amy's like, it's a tie! Awesome, I love ties. Because <laughs> nobody wins. Yeah. Nobody's better than anyone else. <laughs> no, everybody's a winner. <laughs> everybody's a winner. And and everyone gets to be the best. I'm in Mizuno. <laughs> Millennial. And so, uh, but Mishiru is not having it. She, is, she sulks immediately, and she goes, why did you slow down on purpose? Were you trying to let me win? And Amy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I didn't mean to. Uh, I, I better run away and hide. So she does. Yeah. And uh, that's when we finally see that Uranus is also there going, oh, you made her cry. She just wanted to be your friend. Yeah. And, and Haruka is like, oh, yeah, Ami's very non-confrontational. Like, she hates conflict. So she's, like, not even realizing it. She's, like, making sure that she doesn't have to, like, win and, like, cause a problem. Which... Is actually, like, an aspect of Ami's character that I think we've seen, like, it it fits in with what we know about her, right? Like, she's always the one being like, being like, okay, don't, don't fight here. I'm just going to shove cake in Luna's mouth so that, so that Luna can't yell at people anymore. 
I mean, even the thing she actually is the best at, she's, you know, she's very humble about, and she's just like, well, I just studied hard. Like, that's all. It's not a big thing. Yeah. I, it, it fits. But, the, but, but Michelle is like, again, she's just like, yeah, yeah but that's bullshit. So I'm going to bully her into being the best. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so Amy is, is having her existential crisis. I'll, I'll tell you, th- this is not going to make me sound the best. I don't have a ton of sympathy for Amy in this episode because Amy's walking around going, for some reason, all anybody thinks I'm good at is studying. And it's like, yeah, because you bring a fucking book everywhere you go and people are like, in let's the- experience life. And she's like, no, I'm busy reading math. In the next episode, we're going to see her at a fucking dirt bike rally. <laughs> yes. And she doesn't see who wins because she's reading. Right. And it's true for everywhere. Didn't she bring a book to the theater? Yes. Like, she brings a book everywhere she goes and is like, well, I'm busy studying. People are like, will you like to have some fun today? And she's like, no, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm studying. Why would people think all she cares about is studying? I'm already having fun studying. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets to uh, she she shows up at um, the the temple to do studying with everybody and uh, everybody is studying and apparently they are actually all really bad at studying. <laughs> well, I mean that fits. We 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 know that about them because yeah, because Amy shows up and all three of the non Sailor Moon scouts go, "Oh, thank God you're here! I have questions for you. You have to explain everything to me." Blah, 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 blah. And that's when, uh, as as Chris mentioned, <laughs> Sailor Moon goes, "No." Everybody study yourself. Amy is too busy and important to work on our bullshit. <laughs> uh, we also get a weird Venus pun in oh, this. Yeah. The return of those because we love them so much. She mm-hmm. reads the sentence and she says, yeah, it's something about a guy named Fukasuke returning or not. And then uh, I think it's Jupiter goes, no, no, no. It's it's no use crying over spilt milk, which must be like a real double language thing because that that's... That's beyond the pale. In the dub, I think they have her say, many hands take light work. Oh, that, see, that's funny-ish. Is it? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> All the girls are freaked out that Amy, or that, that Usagi, or Serena, is, is saying how important studying is, and how nothing can interfere with Amy's studies. And so Amy goes, oh, you just want me to study and do nothing else and Isagi's like yep and she's like great great that's just that's just what I wanted to do anyway uh, uh, I, I gotta go I forgot something and, and she runs away and she does that really pretty thing that happens in anime a lot where like they look happy and then they like kind of turn to the side and you see them turn sad and they have like a beautiful crystal tear that goes flying yep, yep. yeah uh Chris I don't know if you want to do more fashion talk but let me just talk about for one second that i hate do you Usagi's really outfit. not know if i want to do more fashion talk jordan okay do you, you really not do know that do you really not know that i'm 100 percent dttf which is uh, down to talk fashion <laughs> at all times i think usagi's dress is super ugly uh usagi's dress or 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 mina's dress because mina's dress is not super great either oh i didn't pay that much attention to that but i know usagi's is definitely ugly yeah i mean it's not it's not the best it's like it's how would you even describe this thing, Tony? It's got like severely scalloped edges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's all bad. It's like a potato sack. I don't know. It's like the least flattering silhouette that they could make, yeah. I think. 
It's like a it's like a Peter Pan costume gone wrong. <laughs> it's it's not good. It's belted. It's pastel orange. It's got the weird like deep scallops on not just the like the hem of the shirt, but like on the 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 sleeves. It's it's bad. It's real real bad. And it also tends to look bell shaped, even though it's belted. Like the belt doesn't actually draw it in in any capacity. It's just there for. A, a line across the stomach like because it gets wider and wider she's wearing it over a purple turtleneck and leggings and leggings yeah and blue leggings yeah, yeah. uh the only the only person who really looks cute in this scene is makoto Mak- makoto looks looks sporty and cute again they're really big on long sleeves and shorts at the same time in this show yeah, is that a thing, Tony? Is that like a thing that, that we just don't know about? I do know in Japan, showing your upper half is kind of frowned on, but like showing leg and whatnot, totally a okay. So it kind of it works. Just yeah. like I was talking about that other time, people showing leg and people not. <laughs> I guess I guess you were right, Jordan, and I mocked you. <laughs> more, more fool, I. <laughs> So, uh, so again, the girls are all freaked out. Amy, Amy runs away, barely holding back her tears because, because they think that all she wants to do is study. Yeah, which historically has been all she has wanted to do <laughs> ever. Yeah, and and uh, all the other scouts are freaked out because they're like, "What? Yusagi wants to study, and Amy forgot something. Well, I guess let's start studying." And then Yusagi goes, "I forgot something too," and runs after her because she noticed the tear, <laughs> and she runs out. Knowing something went wrong. And then, yeah, then we get her running in this in this shirt, skirt, dress thing, and it looks really ridiculous. It kind of looks like if you were pregnant and you wanted to, like, hide it. <laughs> so she's like, I'll wear this really frumpy, kind of mushy outfit so no one can tell where, like, lumps and bumps are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that describes it pretty well. Um, so Yusagi's pregnant. For the next 800 years. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Basically, I, our... Real, real quick before we move Please. on, I also really like that uh, this scene ends with a, like, a good old-fashioned plot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, when Usagi's like, oh, no, I forgot something, too. Uh, everybody just, like, straight down on the face with a big cartoon sound effect balloon. <laughs> Yeah, like it's never the wrong time for a plot. Everybody, come on, Yusagi, we can't believe it. Do they say it in unison in the clever way? I couldn't do (laughs) it. I couldn't do it. No, no, they don't do that. They don't. Here, let's 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 do it together. Let's do it together on the count of three. All right, ready? One, two, three. Come Come on, on, Yusagi, we can't believe it. Oh no. So speaking of speaking of creepy creepers and the creeps that they are, guess uh, guess what happens again? She's just kind of uh, uh, Ami's moping on a bridge, and uh, the creepiest creepers of all uh, show up, or rather, one of them, Uranus, shows up on the motorcycle again, going, "Hey, hop on my my cousin wants to race you again." Depending which version you <laughs> you <laughs> watched. Now, last week we talked a lot. About the the subtextual aspects of Haruka and Michiru showing up and being like, "Hey, get in our car, go for a ride with us." Uh, and and look, I am not denying that subtext. That is real and legit. Uh, but what we're gonna get in a second is even like I would say 
on the level, maybe past it. And uh, I'm just going to like, first, we got to get through this act break real quick. Okay. But you're talking about the sex thing again, right? Uh, I mean, like, depending on what you mean by the sex thing, yes, no, that's probably. <laughs> because to me, again, the, the revelation to me is that they are not, you know, f- f- uh, funky swingers who are looking for a gal pal. That they are... Uh... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can we go through that phrase one more time real quick? No, we're, we're, we can't. Um, okay. <laughs> instead, again, they are psycho killers... <laughs> Who are stalking their prey. They go around town going, hey, uh, I think this person will be good to have die and tear their heart out. Yeah, yeah. No, they are. That's not sexy. That's creepy. That's like, they're like Hannibal. They're like, uh, well, who is kind of sexy? But <laughs> they're like <laughs> they're like Dexter or something, except with not a good guy. Here's the thing, though. Here's what literally happens. Please. Haruka shows up and goes, hey, get in my car. I need to take you to see uh, motorcycle. Michigan. Get on my motorcycle. And get on my bo- hey. Get on my motorcycle. Uh, and then she drives Ami to the pool. Ami changes somewhere along the way. Ami oh. walks in. Uh, go ahead. I, well, I was just noting that you actually skipped when in your in your rush to the act break that Ami does not get on the motorcycle. Ami goes, "I'll walk." And so <laughs> Ami just like is like, "I'm walking," and 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 Haruka is just kind of like. Put 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 like doing motorcycle right behind her, keeping pace with her walking. So Ami, I guess, goes to the locker room and changes, and then yeah. walks into the pool, which is on an upper floor, by the way. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's on a higher floor, uh, just like the Weston in Charlotte. That's a shout out to all my heroes gone people who, who got that. So Ami walks in, and Michiru is standing there, back to the door. Uh, with like a a robe on and then just throws the robe off her shoulders and lets it fall to the floor and she's essentially wearing Psylocke's costume <laughs> yeah. from the X-Men yeah, except for Psylocke accurate. I think has a full back to her to her oh, suit oh yeah oh uh, yeah you might be right so she's wearing a swimsuit she drops her robe to the floor and goes Ami Mizuno you've come and then like turns around like slowly to reveal her, her herself this is the most sexually charged thing that has happened in this show. See, it's funny you say that. I like I uh, maybe I'm just uh, again an innocent Pollyanna because I didn't think of her as being super sexual. I just again was thinking she is crazy. I, I mean, yeah, but well, because we know that she is going to try to let Ami die. <laughs> No, actually, there's two there's two interpretations, actually. The first one okay. is that she's crazy because and that's the version where she's like, I got into a pool with a girl, and that girl did not do her fucking best. <laughs> and now I need her to get back here and race me again so I can find out if I'm better than her or not. Um that's interpretation one. Not particularly sane. Interpretation two. It's not that much better. Interpretation two is, I got into a pool, and I raced with this girl, and I really feel like if she gives it her all, she will show that she has a pure heart, and someone will rip that shit out of her chest, and I can find out if it's the thing I'm looking for. (laughs) So I gotta get her to motivate herself. (laughs) Neither of them is great. And I don't know which one is accurate. 
I think this is exceptional. Like, this is 1 million percent coded as a seduction scene. <laughs> no! No, it, it really is! Because Ami shows up, like, in a hoodie over her swimsuit, like, holding her clothes against her chest. And then the first thing Mishiru does is literally, like, strips out of her robe. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's 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 like it's like the way that, um, like, if they have, like, a female vampire queen and yes! somebody comes in yes! and she just will be like, look, here I am, gorgeous. And you're like, okay, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, this is this is Michiru as Carmilla right now. That is <laughs> this is definitely about. seduction because she Thank changed bathing her. suits. If she wasn't trying to seduce, she would have worn that ruffly orange terrible mess. But this time she's got the hair up and the sexy bun and the tight fitting bathing suit. <laughs> That's true. But again, those things also help with your speed, just to point out. <laughs> She also was like, I'm getting rid of the ruffles. I'm not going to have my hair flowing around all over the place. I'm going to beat this bitch. Jordan. <laughs> that was her saying that. That wasn't me. Jordan. We do not use that word on this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyways. Meanwhile, uh, Usagi's talking to Artemis because apparently Usagi has been just wandering around the streets of Tokyo for however long it took Ami to walk to the, to the sports club get changed, to encounter Haruka on the street. And also, keep in mind, Ami left the shrine about 10 seconds before Usagi. <laughs> like, right. there's... Well, how did Usagi lose her that quickly? She teleported. Oh, she used Sailor Teleport. That makes sense. <laughs> no, you that need all sense. five scouts for that. <laughs> we get... Uh, they're going to do a 100-meter freestyle race. Haruka is, like... <laughs> Haruka is... In uh, her school uniform, just like sitting on a, a, a not a like a poolside chair, I guess, yeah. like lording over it, <laughs> like as though she is Caesar at the arena. It's great. <laughs> and how does she start the race, Chris? Uh, she does a, a very elaborate snap of the fingers. I love it. I love it. They're assholes, but they're great. They're, they're really great. <laughs> they're definitely assholes. <laughs> so then they start racing. And what are, what are the, what's the spread on this race? Uh, I don't. I literally do not know what that means. <laughs> like, I want to know the odds so we can place bets. I would. Well, they've tied in the past. I'd say it's anybody's game, Jordan. <laughs> so it's anybody's game. And we get again, again. In case, in case it wasn't clear what was happening here, we get like a close up of Mishiru as she's watching Ami swim, and she goes, "Just as I thought, she's incredible." <laughs> that doesn't mean sex. Mm, might though. Might though. Now this is where one of my favorite things in the uh, the entire episode happens. They get to the end of the pool, and look, we all watch Katie Ledecky. We all know what's up. We've all seen the Olympics. It's awesome. When they get to the end of the pool, they do like a kick-ass little front flip and then kick off the the wall so they can go back for the second leg. Right? Like we all know how that works. Mm -hmm. Instead, in Sailor Moon. We get a static shot of them kind of like curled up like they're doing a flip. And then the picture rotates. <laughs> like someone awesome. grabs the picture and rotates it to symbolize them flipping over. It was great. It's so good. I wrote rotating the shot instead of animating the flipping. Toei, you've done it again. <laughs> so, so what happens in the race, Jordan? Who wins? I literally do not remember. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, I'll yeah. tell you, here's what happens. Well, first of all, Chris, something important happens before you find out who wins. Okay. Amy has, like, a revelation. 
Okay. While she's swimming, where she's like, why am I trying so hard? I've never tried so hard at anything in my life except studying. Is it just that I don't want to lose? No, it's like, it's because I don't want to run away. And if I give up, that's running away. Okay. So true. All right. So So what's important is giving it her best. So she gives it her best. She gives it her all. She works as hard as possible. And they tie again. But this time... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, Uranus is like, yeah, you touched at the exact same moment, guys. Okay. Yeah? I think there's a reason for this. Why? I think the drag of her very elaborate swimsuit Mm -hmm. held Mishiru back enough that Ami had to slow down to tie. But now that she's in this sleek, streamlined Psylocke outfit, yep. Yep. going hard, Ami actually has to go hard just for the same result. Right. And so, but the, and this time, Mashiro's not upset. This time, Mashiro's like, yeah, it was pretty good when you give it your all, isn't it? And Amy's like, yeah, I'm going to keep swimming. And they're like, awesome, we're going to leave, satisfied that we've made your life better. And they leave. <laughs> uh, they leave. Well, they don't leave, though, is the thing. We'll find that out later. They walked out of the room. I don't know. (laughs) They walk out of the room, and then something else arrives. It's uh, Kaolinite and the Diamond Egg. And the Diamond Egg, uh, having sensed Ami's pure heart, goes into water. It's just the water? It's just the water. It's literally just the water. Did it just go into the water? Did it go into the idea of a pool? Like, (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, we've seen it go into vacuum cleaners, cars. We're going to see it go into motorcycles next week. It's going into things and turning the things into sexy lady versions of those things. And I was like, okay, water, that's like a very fundamental thing. Like, the concept right. of water. You know what? So what is this thing going to turn into? It's, it's, but it's not just water, Chris. It's no, pool it's the whole water. pool. Yeah. It is pool water. It's chlorinated... Mm. Sweat filled <laughs> pool water. Kid pee. Kid pee. Pool yeah. water. <laughs> the fact that like, yeah. I was expecting it to be water, but no, it is it is pool water. It is the embodiment of pool water. Because it turns into a sexy lady with eh. a snorkel. Eh. Well, it turns into a lady. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's, She's kind of, like, this one's kind of gross the... and creepy looking. I don't like her. Yeah. I did not care for her. All of the diamonds are sexy ladies. Like, that's it's just varying degrees of sexy. This one doesn't do it for us, apparently. <laughs> She's got a snorkel, goggles, a swim cap, and two flotation devices. And a scuba tank. And a scuba tank. And flippies. A superfluous uh, swim cap, by the way. Yeah, because she is bald. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she shows up, and in addition to... All of those uh, descriptors that you you said, all those things she has, she also has, like, control over water. But it's weird control over water because she, like, picks up Amy, throws her around, smashes her against a window, and then transmutes the water holding her up into, like, jello or something (laughs) or amber or something because it holds her fast. For for all that I'm going to be griping next week about shortcuts in the animation, and for all that, like, the hilarious... We'll just turn the picture if they're flipping. It's fine. Like, the this part actually looks really great. She oh, yeah. skips Amy across the pool like a stone, and then when she smushes... Like, she smashes her into the window, and Amy's got, like, her face smushed against the window. It's such an unnecessary and realistic thing. Because, like, that's exactly what would happen. And there's no reason for Ami to be face first against the window. 
Like, this would be much more, I think, dramatic if Ami had her back to the window. So, you know, her heart was exposed. But no, like, she, her face is, like, up against the window. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, really... It's, like, kind of goofy and kind of, like, really well done. And then she gets trapped in Jello. Yeah, she gets trapped in Jello. The monster is uh, Doberin. Do I have that, that name right? Sounds right. Yeah, Doberin. Yeah, that's what I wrote Doberin. down, too. Which I did not understand. She pulls off her, her pointless bald cap. Nope, I mean swim cap. And she's bald underneath. That's where her <laughs> tattoo is hidden. And she starts sucking out the heart of Amy through her back, which is a, the, the, the difficult way. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, Usagi shows up where Luna's waiting outside. And Luna's like, there's a monster inside. And Usagi's like, I'll transform. And yeah, I, guess, I guess Luna is played by Aziz Ansari this week. <laughs> Sure. So Usagi transforms. She goes inside. The monster is uh, trying to pull out Ami's heart. And this is Usagi's entrance line. I came here to find a friend, only to find out she has an unwanted guest. Which, like, like, Usagi, Serena, honey, this is not good trash talk. This is is bad trash talk. How about in America, where her opening line is, Yo, Flipperhead! Perfect. So much better. That's my favorite uh, uh, David Lynch movie, by the way. Flipperhead. (laughs) These are the jokes, everybody. Um, So, the monster's actually having, like, a rough time pulling out Amy's heart. It takes a lot of effort. Yeah. But it does happen. And then Amy just, her head bonks against the thing. Bonk. But you know what she's not having a hard time with? What? Is dealing with the heroine of the show. That's true. She takes one inflatable tube afloat, a, a little, what, what do you even call these things? They're not uh, life preservers because these are recreational. Well, but yeah, like a, a floaty, like a, a, an inflatable thing round. Like a little tire. Yeah. She takes one Inner and two. like drops it Inner on two. Usagi's arms and Usagi's out of the fight. Usagi's done. <laughs> Well, not totally done. Defeated. She yells, hey, hey, she still can, she can still smack talk and say, Amy's the nicest and smartest person I know. Yeah, she's pretty. That gives her value. <laughs> no, nice and smart. She's going to become what... the best doctor in the world. That, that is also true. No, it's not. She's going to become Sailor Mercury forever. You don't know what else she does. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. She stands in a, a square with the other three scouts and makes a giant shield. Yeah. Eternity is a very long time, Jordan. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the the monster also squirts water at her through its uh, uh, snorkel. Little snorkel, yeah. Not how a snorkel is meant to work. So finally, Ami's pure heart comes out of her back, uh, and Ami does a like it undercuts the seriousness just a little bit to have Ami's forehead just bonk against the window. Dunk. <laughs> just like tunk. Uh, but Ami's, Ami's out of it. Ami does not have her pure heart. But Kaola Knight looks at the heart and goes, well, this is trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, as, as a new, as a person who is new to this season, I'm like, what are you guys trying to find? You know, talismans. <laughs> yeah, but like, what is, like, this is eight times in a row that this has been the wrong thing. It's gonna, listen, get used to it. Okay. So, uh, but you know what? It's okay. Uh, a guy shows up who is cool and can save the day. Wait, who? I thought it was just a <laughs> mask. Oh. oh. That's who it is. 
He roses, gets the heart back in Amy, or no, he gets the heart away from the bad guys. Uh, knocks the knocks the pool monster in the water, who apparently has some trouble swimming because the pool monster <laughs> is like, well, good for thing for me, I got this floaty. And then the two cats, and the kitties, yay, jump on the swim tube and bite it and pop it. I wrote down helpful kitties because this is the most helpful they've ever been in the whole 97 episodes so far. Oh, no. There was this one episode where Luna was like badass like Wolverine, but that's fine. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. That, yes, was, that did. was fan art that we got. <laughs> that was based on something that happened. Mm, I don't think it was. There's there's one like really like one thing that I really did like about the scene that, that we didn't talk about. When Kaola Knight gets Ami's heart. Ami's pure heart. Uh, she's like, oh, well, this is trash. And it looks like she's about to, like, spike it on the concrete. <laughs> like, she, like, she's going to throw it down because it's garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm watching this and I'm like, wait, it has not really been made clear what the mechanics of the pure hearts are. So are they, like, legit crystals where if you throw them on the ground, they will shatter and that is that? Because, because you know, Tuxedo Mask shows up. That's when he knocks it out of her hand and it just kind of floats, which seems to be its natural state. I think so, because hasn't it happened in episodes where, like, hearts, these, the crystal hearts are flying around and everybody's like, oh, oh, you gotta catch it, don't let it fall. I assume, because it would break. But, like, but yeah, again, it's... no one can ever, t ever touches it. When you hold it, you don't mm. hold it. You put it your hovers. hand vaguely under it and it, yeah, it hovers above you, yeah. So I, I like the idea that Carol and I isn't going to be like, okay, here, here's your heart back later. Just like, screw this trash. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> yeah, she's garbage. definitely not going to give it back. Yeah, she's not yeah. a good guy. She doesn't care. Yeah, but like, that's... It's so evil. <laughs> it's so unnecessarily bad to just like, to do that. When apparently all you need to do is just kind of hold it up to the person and it goes back inside and they're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can understand, though. Like, if I was a bad guy and I was looking for these things, if I didn't find what I was looking for, just out of frustration, I would like, yeah, slam it on the ground. Mm, you said if, but that sounds an awful lot like bad guy talk to me. Tony. <laughs> I threw it on the ground. Oh, that's a, that's a great reference from like three years ago, Jordan. Good yeah. job. Uh, I like that band. I'm happy I made it. So, Casino Masters uh, pops the uh, the floaty that is binding Usagi's arms. This, which, which, by the way, also means that it is inflatable plastic. <laughs> like in the fiction of the show, this thing is just inflatable plastic, and Usagi cannot get out of it. So, why didn't the cats help? That's a very good question. It's so like, look, I know this show's for babies. <laughs> I know, I I know this show's for babies, but honestly, so Usagi gets out of her her floaty, uh, moon spiral heart attack. Uh, the heart shaped truck hits uh, hits the the diamond, and uh, and Ami gets her heart back. Yeah, first, well, first, uh, um, the Jello that's holding her up falls away, and I'm and they don't show her fall face first on the ground, but. That must have been what happened. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be. She just goes, Poof. yeah, absolutely. Bonk. Mm -hmm. So uh, here comes a fun part. Hey, Chris, I just remembered. When you introduced this episode, you said there was no pretense of heterosexuality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you were wrong. Not for Amy. Uh, yes, for Amy. Mm. Okay, so, so Amy wakes up. So, okay, I don't want to miss anything. Because you're right. Amy wakes up. First, you get to a cut a, a shot of Uranus and Neptune standing out in another room, looking through a window, going, yeah, we watched all that. We didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like they're just hanging out outside being like, mm, 
first of all, they they transformed, which yeah. is hilarious. That they went and transformed, and then were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna see what what happens." If there's a talisman, we'll jump in. Oh, there yeah. wasn't. But fortunately, uh, Kale and I told everybody it's fucking trash. And I like that uh, Uranus says to Neptune, you must be relieved that girl is okay. To which point I was like, I don't care, but you must be relieved. <laughs> because yeah. you're the only one who gives a little bit of a shit. Does Haruka have emotions? <laughs> oh, maybe she's a psychopath. Is that when what... Is that why she speaks like this in the Cloverway dub? Well, what, but you're forgetting about when she, her wheels are in jeopardy. <laughs> she gets oh, yeah. emotions. That's yeah. true. I forgot about. I forgot about how she might lose her wheels. <laughs> in her really hooked up bike suit. So uh, Usagi is like, "I'm so sorry, Amy. Did I? Did I? Did I hurt you? Did I say something wrong?" And Amy's like, "No, man. I was going through my own shit. It's not your fault. But thank you for your help. You got me through it." And and Usagi's like, "Uh, okay." I'm glad. And she goes, yeah, I learned that it's most important to do my best. And mm-hmm. if I, if I don't give up, I mean, like if I doubt myself, that's like fucking giving up. I can't give up. I'm not going to give up no matter what. And I'm not going to run away. I'm going to get whatever I want. I'm going to achieve my dreams. And Yusagi, for some fucking reason goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you trying to steal my man? <laughs> 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 and then Amy goes, uh, no, Yusagi goes, uh, he's mine. And Amy goes, yeah, but like I said, if I don't give up, <laughs> anything could happen. And Yusagi starts freaking out, and Amy keeps going, yeah, 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 I'm not going to give up. I'm going to stick with this. Uh, yeah, look, that's just, that's just teasing her friend. <laughs> yeah, but we've never heard Amy have a sense of humor before. We've heard, we've heard Amy have a sense of humor before. I don't know. That's human thing mm. called humor. She's not a robot, although apparently that was the original plan. I think they stuck with it and just didn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about that on the show? I think we've mentioned it. That they, about they, the original the... plan for Amy being that she was going to be a cyborg? They didn't change much. <laughs> so that's the episode. Uh, again, like, like heter- heterosexuality is only a source of amusement. In the world of Sailor Moon. What a ridiculous thing. But I liked the idea of Ami and Mamo-chan. I thought they would be a cute couple. I think it would make more sense. <gasps> more than Usagi and Mamo-chan? Yeah. Like, like, I love them together. Like, okay. Moonlight Romance, all that. But, like, I don't know. Ami is studious and driven and friendly and kind of all of his characteristics. Is he really friendly and studious? Yeah, I remember think... she told an embarrassing story to make her feel better. Eh, the first time we see that dude, he's making fun of a girl he doesn't know for not doing well <laughs> on a test. You mean he's negging her? Yeah, garbage. <laughs> what a trash man. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, no, Chris, like, I thought, the, got a I thought the major subtext something. in this episode was Ami Usagi subtext. More than anything. Yeah, they were holding hands uh, quite chummily at the end. Yeah. See, Tony knows what's up. (laughs) And Mm. even in the dubbed one, I wrote it down. I quoted when Moon came in, she said, she's my special friend. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. And like, again, I think it's something that I've heard we will see more if we ever get around to watching Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, the live action one. But there's like a lot of a lot of uh, Ami Usagi shipping uh, 
in, at least with regards to that show. So, Tony, do you ship Usagi with anybody besides uh, Namo? Uh, no, no, not at all. Okay, that's 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 the way I. Do. Not even Andrew. No, Andrew, get out of here. Andrew's got better things to do with his time. <laughs> like what? He works on oh, an Skype. arcade. Skype his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Skype didn't exist then. I know. That's not realistic, Jordan. You're right. Give me some realistic information about this, this show. About movement. Then he's got to move to Africa. That's probably what happened. That's why we haven't seen him. Maybe that's why uh, Unazaki uh, was, uh, was uh, living alone. Maybe the whole Furuhata family moved to, uh, moved to Africa. Okay, so that's the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, now it is time for us to talk about what we learned from watching this episode of Sailor Moon. And Tony, we will start with you. It's time for Sailor Business Says... What did you learn from this episode? I learned right from the very beginning of the episode that if you are top in your class in school and you are tutoring somebody who is less intelligent than you, your teacher will make the problem disappear so you can focus on your studies. (laughs) Yikes. Sinister. (laughs) Jordan, what did you learn? I learned that if you've decided to become a doctor... But it's not your dream. Give that shit up. I learned that apparently I have a real hard time telling uh, who Sailor Neptune is when she (laughs) is not wearing her Sailor Neptune clothes. This is the answer to all those times where you're like, why can't people figure out this person is this person? It really is. It happened to you guys. (laughs) You're like, who's this chump? Except that one of the reasons we can't tell is that her hair is different and Usagi's hair is one million percent the same. Yeah, she never changes it, except that one episode. So that's the episode. Uh, I thought this was a really fun one. Um, Ami spotlights are always weird because Ami is like the only one in the cast who has like an aspiration. So all of her spotlights or not, not all of them, but a good number of her spotlights are all about. But what if I don't become a doctor? Which is bullshit when we've seen the future. Like, we know, we, the audience, already know what happens to Ami, and Ami already knows what happens to Ami. You think she's like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, Surgeon General of Crystal Tokyo? I mean, I think, well, we had this debate before about whether, like, disease exists in the perfect future of, uh, of Crystal Tokyo once Usagi makes everyone immortal. Like, do you have to exercise? I don't know. Like, I don't know the mechanics of Crystal. You've seen the whole series, Jordan. I haven't. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay. Well, speaking of me not seeing the whole series, though. No, Chris, what it is is in in Crystal Tokyo, they have these pods that just make you thinner. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are they kind of like shaped like plants? A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I think I know where this is going. Here's here's my question, though. This speaking of me not having seen the show before, I have a theory. And I'm going to put this out there, and you don't need to tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. But my theory is, since we've seen, this is, what, two episodes in a row where the pure heart uh, belongs to a Sailor Scout? Okay. Right? So, so we've seen it with Jupiter, and we've seen it with, uh, with Mercury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My guess is that Usagi is going to have the purest heart of all, which actually <sighs> is the talisman that will lead to the Holy Grail. Well, let's not forget, there's three talismans. Oh, are there three talismans? Well, one of them's going to be Usagi then. One of them's probably going to be fucking Naru. Because <laughs> why not? Wait, did we not do Naru? No, we did oh, Melvin. Yeah, I think we, did, we, did we do Naru already? Was it Ma- Naru or Melvin in that episode? No, it was Melvin. It was, it was yeah. Amino. 
Yeah. I just mixed I just mixed Naru and Melvin, didn't I? Oh well. Close enough. I'm sorry. Oh. So that's my that's my theory. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Like as as a person who is watching these episodes for the first time. So I, I thought that might be nice to, to get that out there. And if I'm right, I will feel good. And if I'm wrong, I will ignore that I ever did this. <laughs> Alright, everybody, keep track of that. And don't tweet us the answer because because he'll he'll notice. Y- yes, I, I look. I see him. Uh, so Tony, do you have any any thoughts about the episode? Now these were uh, you didn't necessarily pick these as much as they were assigned to you when we were putting together the uh, the guest list. But what what did you think of these? Were were these fun? Was this one fun for you? Um, I mean, Amy's not my super favorite scout, but I thought it was a funny episode, so enjoyable. I'll agree with that. Like I said, a fun one, and not as incomprehensible as we're going to get to next week. Uh-huh. That is for a different show. Uh, Tony, can you please let everyone know where they can find you online? Oh, um, I mean, if you really want to, I don't know why you would, because I don't do anything online. But I'm on Twitter, Amano Usagi, uh, A-M-A-N-O-U-S-A-G-I. How did we not talk about that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> when you were introducing yourself, how did you not talk about, like, well, here's my Everything is Sailor Moon. My first email address was... Amano Usagi at SailorMoon.com. <laughs> is it Amano? Wait, wait, it was at SailorMoon.com? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get a Sailor Moon email address? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that it... Amano underscore Usagi? Uh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. On Twitter. Great. Now what is the what is the Amano part from? The artist, uh Yoshitaka Amano that does um yeah, like Final Fantasy and everything. Also did a uh, a Wolverine uh, Electra comic one time with Greg Greco. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Tony, thank you so much for coming by the show. Uh, we will be talking to you next week when we have you back. Uh, but in the meantime, Jordan, how about us? Where where are we found online? You can find me online at uh, on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find our producer Jake Mason at JJ underscore Mason on Twitter. And I'm sure if you follow him there, he'll talk about this podcast but also his other podcasts like the morphin grid and pokemon world tour united and pokemon world tour and cool kids table and lots more uh you can find me on twitter at the isb that's t-h-e-i-s-b and if you want to find links to the other things that i do including uh, other podcasts that i host or co-host and the things that i write including comics and other fun stuff uh you can go to the dash isb.com and follow all the links from there you can find the show on Twitter at Sailor Business, and you can email the show, sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. And perhaps most importantly, you can go to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness and support the show. Uh, we've got uh, some cool stuff up there. I'm doing show notes uh, for every episode of Sailor Business and Xena Business. Uh, I put the the Xena Business episode ones up for everybody uh, who's backing even at the $1 level. But going forward, uh, we have promised those to $5 patrons. So uh, if you're a $5 patron, you get uh, access to the show notes as well as any uh, bonus content. We actually have the Allison Stock uh, edit reel that I have not put up yet because I didn't know if Jordan wanted to put an intro on it or not. Okay. Uh, but, oh boy, I am mm, I'm not looking forward to that one going up. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I was I was laughing pretty hard when I heard it. Oh boy, you get to hear me being very uncomfortable with the content, uh, which you do not get to hear too often, actually. 
You can uh, find all that at sailor uh, or patreon.com slash sailor business. Hey, you could also uh, help support the show by going to iTunes and giving it a rating or a review or just telling someone about it. If you think they might like it. Uh, we've got a big backlog of people to get through. And I know we're in the, the time of the year when a lot of folks are traveling probably right as this one is going up, people are getting on, on planes and, and will be uh, needing some, some stuff to, to listen to if they're going on road trips. So uh, why not why not tell a friend if you think they might enjoy Sailor Business? If you think they won't enjoy it, don't tell them. Save us all some trouble. <laughs> if you don't enjoy it, don't listen. It's fine. We won't be mad. I mean, we might be mad. I won't be mad. I'm, look, I, no. Uh, if you don't want to listen to this show, I would rather you did not listen to this show. <laughs> don't at me. I'm going to force everyone. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that does it for, for this week's episode. Uh, we're going to be back next week with episode 98 to save our friends. Moon and Uranus join forces. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. There, you drippy dingbats. I could never allow you to damage the pure heart of my good friend. All right, tuxedo mask! Enough warmth. Come on, Doblin, wash these annoying big mouths away. Tender!